This is the 40-year-old Bond Virgins podcast. This meeting is being recorded. And recorded hey, hey. it is. Hey, man. Hey. Uh, should we pretend we've just come on? Yeah, okay. Hey, hey. man, you look really good. Have you had a haircut? <laughs> no, I've just been mirrored. Oh, <laughs> oh, mirror works for you. To be fair, right, if I look better like this and... Yeah. When I'm having a haircut, I'm in the mirror. How do I ever yes. know if I've got a good haircut? <gasps> oh, my God, you've blown my mind. <laughs> <laughs> We're all living a lie. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> never say never again. Let's not. No, let's. Let's say it. Let's hear those nuts come on Amazon. Never Say Never Again gets 4.4 on Amazon. I got 4.5. For fuck's sake. Hang on. How did you get four? You're looking at more than just the coloured in stars? Yeah. Oh, well done. (laughs) 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 I tried. IMDb Um, 6.1. Yeah. I don't know what Sky gave it, but I do know how Sky give their stars. Ooh, okay. Hit me. Rotten Tomatoes, because Comcast own Rotten Tomatoes, and Sky is now owned by Comcast. Does it go? You don't know the answer to this. It goes all the way to the top. Yeah. Does it go off? There's two. There's two different options on Rotten Tomatoes, isn't there? There's. um... Uh... People have actually watched it and then um, critic reviews or something. I imagine, I, I would have thought it was, oh, no, I don't know. All right, I, will, mm. I will ask tomorrow. <laughs> so I made you snort your drink out. <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting. Because uh, I think like Disney, like, um, fake their ratings on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff, don't they? Or they, or they um, Really? They block bad reviews whilst it's in the cinema or something like that until it's out of the cinema. Whole thing's flawed. Yeah. Um, nineteen eighty-three. Yes. Synopsis. Go for it. Synopsis. We're not going to do. How did we watch it this week? Oh, is that what we do first? Oh yeah. Do okay. You... <laughs> how did you watch it this week? How did you watch it this week? So I watched half of it in bed on the iPad via Amazon Prime. I spent £3.49 on it. (laughs) I got really tired halfway through. And we got to a key point and I was like, this is a good place to stop. Then I watched the other half and I made the girls, the girls really wanted to watch something else. I "I have to watch it now because otherwise it's going to expire and I'm going to have to pay another £3.49 to watch the rest of it. So we have to watch it. So they watched it with me. And they spent half an hour of it being enthralled, the last half an hour of it not being enthralled. Mm-hmm. I s- didn't take any notes for that mm. bit. So I've only got up to a certain point in the film in note form. Okay. But then I listened to a ton of podcasts about it. Right. 
Um, so I feel well, well versed, even without okay. notes. How about you? I watched it whenever, whenever we finish recording the last one. That's what I normally Straight do. off? Normally, yeah. Unless we do a late yeah. one, then it'll be the next day. Okay. And then I split the movie into two parts like I normally do. But I carried on the second evening at 56 minutes and 47 seconds. And when we get there, I'll tell you why that was so amazing. Hold on. <laughs> Are you really down? So I've got something key happening at 59 minutes. Oh, maybe you watch the director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> Did something special happen around that time? Yeah. Like, as soon as I turned it on, I was like, oh. No! See, that's why I turned it off. Right. I saw it, and then I was like, right, I'm going to stop there. That feels like kismet. <laughs> All right, okay. We both caught that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. I recorded it as well. Oh, did you? Excellent. Yeah. Synopsis? All right. Yeah. Okay. Bond is called out of a teaching role to deal with the threat of missing nuclear missiles. Spectre are up to the old tricks again. Literally again. So Bond, Domino and Felix are up against the clock to disarm the nukes again. It all happens in the most 80s way the 80s could have done it, with arcade games, laser watches, superbikes and eye scanners. Can Bond make a spectacle out of Spectre by laying off Largo and finishing Fatima? Let's cue the scuba goons and find out again. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody brilliant, man! <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I wish we still so, had those like BBC things where they like introduce the programs. I think I'd be quite good at it. I spat on my screen. There was a big dollop of spit <laughs> on your face. I just wiped it off. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> say that again. BBC what? You remember in the BBC say, uh, next on the BBC is blah blah blah. blah. Oh, I, mean, I could do. You that. could do that. Yeah, maybe for BBC Three. Yeah. No um, opening scene, um, no bow shots. No, didn't get the rights for that. So should like should should we go through the whole legal situation here? Okay. Me. Um. So <laughs> <laughs> when Thunderball was being created, um. It wasn't based on any, there wasn't anything in existence. I seem, I, oh, okay, I think I might be getting it wrong already. But essentially, a... Kevin McCrory and Ian Fleming came up with Thunderball in the writing process and mm. had an idea for what Thunderball was going to be. Um, um, subsequently, Ian Fleming wrote the short, novelized Thunderball. And Kevin McQuarrie, the old producer, then took him to court because a lot of the ideas in that story were based on the stuff they were mucking around with for the screenplay for what was to become Thunder Thunderball. <clears throat> and this went on in the courts for years and years and years. And Kevin McQuarrie won a number of things that kind of like licenses and copyrights for certain aspects, including Blofeld and Spectre and certain okay. things he didn't get. So Never Say Never Again is another version of Thunderball, still with Sean Connery, still with a lot of the character names and a big element of the plot. Yeah. But we're like, what is it, 20 years on by this point? Is it 20? <clears throat> when was Thunderball? No, maybe not. 
I think he wasn't allowed to the- make it for another 10 years. That's right. He wasn't allowed to make it for another 10 but years. Did he but he wait- had... Uh, Thunderball was 65. So wow. nearly 20. 18 years, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's all, been so- it's all been sorted out now. Everything's fine. And they've got the rights. They've come back together again. They've worked out a deal. I mean, Fle- Fleming's dead. Well, um, they're all dead, aren't they? Isn't that why they're allowed to do it now? Oh, good point. Maybe. I Maybe. think the guy, that the other guy, whatever his name is, I think he died. So oh, Schultz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Could be wrong. So this would have been the first novel that Ian Fleming wrote after the screenplay had been written for an Ian Fleming book that didn't exist, I think. The first one. Yeah, the first yeah. one. <laughs> so what I find really fun about this film, although I don't think this is popular opinion, but I love all of the little digs that go on throughout the film of the whole ongoing battle. The fact that Sean Connery is notably old in this, yeah. or old for Bond, and the fact that they keep referencing that, mm. I actually really enjoy I don't know how it would have been taken at the time for people that had kind of grown up with the whole thing. And yeah, he's very, he's, he's not the same character. He's a lot softer. I think he kind of Roger Moore it up a little bit in places. And he's completely yeah. given up with the accent. It, yeah. And the tattoo, although I didn't see it, I kept hearing this afterwards. He had a, ta- a naval tattoo that in all the other films had been covered up, but he right. they didn't bother with this one. They just let it show. Mm. Well, there you go. So that's why the barrel shot is not there, because they don't own that. But I really liked the thing they did instead, that kind of... So they had like, it looked like blurry lines at first, and then mm. it became apparent it was 007 repeated over and over again. <laughs> until it kind of zoomed out that was really funky so they go straight into the theme song with like never, a whole thing playing never, out in the back. Never, never say never, never again. again never never <laughs> say never again I I, my jaw dropped in horror in delight oh and horror no like oh I spat again I keep spitting on the laptop um both both okay um we'll get to it i suppose later if we like the song or not but yeah what i will say is that i just finished my notes i think and i played halo the new halo game with bill and yeah. i kept singing the never say never thing while we were playing <laughs> and i was telling him about this week's Catchy. film yeah shout out to bill and uh I got him singing. I sent him the music video <laughs> while we were playing, and then he was singing it by the end of the game as well. Never, never, <laughs> never say never again. Never. It blew my mind. It, 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 it's a song I haven't. I don't think I've heard before. I don't no, recall it. I didn't recognise it. But it made me feel like I was five years old. It made yeah. me think of like moonlighting. It had that weird American smoky sax mm-hmm. jazz sound, mm-hmm. like not proper jazz, like the jazz that was in like moonlighting and yeah. all of the American cop shows at the time. Soft jazz. Um, shit jazz. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was like, it was like, bam. Um, it kind of made me go, whoa, this is going to be different. Yeah. It was. It was. It was very different. All right. So, 
during the opening credits, you just get it just blends in with the movie whilst mm-hmm. playing this soft, smooth shit jazz. He's like shit throttling people, he's infiltrating a base and throttling people and killing people. <laughs> and he's getting choking someone out and throwing them off a side of a building. It's weird music to, to have. It- that kind it was of action. an odd juxtaposition. Yeah. yeah. So he's infiltrated this building, chokes a guy out, poison darts another guy, Ariel slides into a main house, and I've put a yippie car yays himself into the room below, which is like the Bruce Willis jump off a building kind of thing. Takes a few guys out with a machine gun, finds a woman tied to a bed, gets attacked by a dude. They have a very fake looking fight. Uh, Bond headbutts him, tries to untie the woman, then she stabs him up. She well stabs him up. <laughs> it's pretty harsh. <laughs> I I I called it watching her. It was like she doesn't look like she wants to be rescued. She's yeah. she's like he should have really clocked that. As as you know, as we go on to find out, it was a war game. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't a real situation. It was all training because he's the new M. Yep. isn't into the whole 007 situation bonds a teacher now but he has to do training every now and again to kind of prove his worth mm. even out of shape like that you should have clocked it he should have realized still eyes. you've you still know. got eyes <laughs> bond use them <laughs> um i didn't clock it myself i wasn't really yeah. watching i was just clocking appalled. it i was already i was just appalled by the previous fight i guess it was <laughs> fake i don't know if it, the fighting was actually fake or not as in within the movie if this is a simulation okay. are they really hitting each other i i assume they would as it's to the standard of mi6 training i mean it looked like somebody really did die yeah a couple of people they did yeah. and that's why you haven't heard any wilhelm screams yet people he didn't really die. Uh, I forget you do that. <laughs> yeah, have you listened to one yet? No, never. I never yeah. will. <laughs> you will when I get lost at sea. You'll listen to oh. I'll miss you then. <laughs> When's that happening? <laughs> I don't know. When Jumpers gets his boat sorted out. Oh, God, don't do it. It's nearly floating. Yeah. <laughs> M's office. Yeah. Oh, do you know? I didn't even look at it. What was it like? It was laid out in the same way. Okay. It had no padded door. Everything just oh. seemed to be painted white. The pictures oh. were hung in the right places, but it was like I don't know, like a matte white on everything on all the wood, and there was no padded door. Shit. Yeah, pretty crap. Uh, at least the door's still in storage. We know that for sure. Maybe I could get it. Why do you? How do you know that? I, um, I heard it on a thing. And where's it stored? <laughs> is there like a Bond in museum a, or in something? A place? Like no, I think it's in a warehouse. Where is M's padded door? Never. I'm not say his office. Never say never, never again. Say never again. Never. Um, no, I'll have to. Oh, yeah, no, God, I'm gonna have to listen back. I think it was on the hidden commentary on something, mm. anyway. Yeah, shame. Okay, carry on. Oh, it was, it was on the you watched one of the movies with the 
commentary of the yeah. set designer. The set people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was only, it wasn't even their commentary, it was just the subtitles of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, okay. M tells Bond he's out of shape, needs to go to some kind of spa to get rid of all these toxins or yeah. some shit. Um, yeah. Bond heads out to Money Penny, different actor. Um, yeah. I haven't actually written down what they said because not much was said. I don't think. Well, no, not not much was said. But then, um, but then when I was just looking up the IMDb synopsis, it came up with a quote, and apparently yeah. Bond says, "You should be in bed, Money Penny," and she says, "We both should." But I don't remember that. I would have picked up right. on that. I thought, but maybe think... she was just so uninteresting. I just zoned out. Yeah, <laughs> quite possibly. Didn't work out for her, I guess. I don't know. There's. <sighs> Well, I don't know if she comes back, but she was not rememberable. No. And then we cut to a new scene. A woman enters a bank dressed like the 80s. Yeah. And it was like a proper Gringotts bank. It yeah. was like, yeah, tunnels and um, like clicky-clacky heels on the floor. That's right. Yeah, it's not like my Halifax. Probably. <laughs> no. <laughs> she wants to go to the box deposit room uh, Bank dude escorts her to the room They turn their keys at the same time Which opens up a secret entrance The dude leaves, she enters Heads down the stairs, gets scanned before entering the next room I thought So this this turns out to be a Spectre meeting downstairs In this bank uh-huh. That is a very secure location uh-huh. Hidden un- under a bank In a safe uh-huh. deposit room That is genius beautiful that whole scene was amazing I loved how elaborate the whole thing was and I loved her and the glamour of her and mm. the going like through all the winding stairs and the doors and that it was like such an amazing entrance it was beautiful and she might be the most beautiful woman in the whole world I think yes oddly yeah strangely but attractive I would call her just just, I want to look at her she all the time. I'd never heard of her. She, no. Such a cool name as well. Carrera, yeah. I think her name was, wasn't it? Barbara Carrera. Uh, gorgeous. Couldn't stop watching her. Yeah. Um, Blofeld's alive again. Blofeld has hair again. Blofeld's lost his scar Same again. He's grown mm-hmm. a goatee beard. He's now Scottish slash Russian. I couldn't really work out what his accent was. He seemed incidental. I mean, what a fight to have him when they rarely, they barely did anything with him. Yeah. They could have at least, oh, I suppose he's been, he's had hair in other ones. It angers me the way they Does change it? the look of, they just don't care about the look of Blofeld in every film. <laughs> it's, it's like every film, it's been a complete. Given they fought so hard for so many details to, to shapeshift yeah. him. Yeah. Every, I mean, was, did that become a running joke? Was it Was it that he was truer? To, well, I was going to say, was he truer to the character? But if they, if there was, did they come up with that character? Did Kevin McClory come up with that character before Fleming did? No, I, I guess know. once you've written I something together, I guess all of it belongs to everyone. I yeah, well. I guess, I guess. Mm. But he seemed rather incidental to it all anyway. Yeah, number one was the man, Mr. Largo himself, back from the dead, a lot younger, blonde hair, no eye patch. Now, this is interesting because 
I I can't connect it back to Thunderball. All I remember from Thunderball is Scuba, 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 mm-hmm. Scuba, Scuba, Scuba. I don't remember any of the characters, but I do remember. So this scene is the comparative to when they are also all sitting in a semicircle in front of Blofeld and he just zaps one of them, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the same one. Um, but I don't remember Largo in okay. Thunderball. Let Should me just Google You carry on, yeah. Um, so who's alive again? Number one is in charge of the operation Tears of Allah. Yeah. I still don't remember Largo. If I heard it... Oh, am I writing what I'm thinking now? If I heard it correctly... Oh, yes, I, I am. <laughs> they have an American Air Force pilot, in brackets, Captain Jack, hooked on heroin and is now dependent on Spectre for his fix. And now they have fitted an implant into the dude's eye. Uh, that's why I wrote down if I heard it correctly, because that just sounded fucking ridiculous. There are many, many elements to this film that are just so ridiculously complicated, just <laughs> utterly needless. They have hooked him on heroin. Oh, in order so that bad he will do. I know, he feels like. Um, it feels like um, in The Simpsons, who's the guy that always gets done over? Gil. Oh, Gil. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just like, every turn. I mean, so, spoiler yeah, like, alert, but his death scene. I mean, we'll like, come, come to that. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, yeah. I mean, something simpler would have worked. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, they have given him the president's eye, eye imprint. Fake eye. Yeah, I'm um, looking at like a million pictures of Largo and I absolutely, I just don't recall him at nah, all. It was mostly scubaing, to be honest. Yeah. Um, like everyone else in the movie. he He's going to a clinic in London, I assume because of his heroin addiction. <laughs> Is that why they got him hooked on heroin? Because well, keeping he's his in sister the... kidnapped and putting him on heroin is like, I think he's in the hospital recovering from having the eye transplant because in the original, (laughs) because in the original, it was the man, he he was completely made to look like the pilot, wasn't he? So he was like completely face transplanted and covered in bandages. So I think this is that it's him recovering from the transplant as opposed to, maybe it was rehab. I don't know. No, but it couldn't. Because Bond was there for some kind of rehab, wasn't he? From quail eggs and... uh... Well, let's come on to that. <laughs> okay. All right. So he's been moved to a clinic in London. Number one yeah. wants number 12 to go with Captain Jack as his nurse. Yes. Number 12 being Fatima or whatever. Blush. Yeah. Back with Bond at the clinic. Bond gets his back cracked by a lady doctor. So that would have been the comparative scene of him on the sex bed before yeah. he was being shaken. <laughs> and this wasn't much better because she has... The most incredible eye makeup. She looked like she looked like Wincy Willis. She had this eye makeup I don't think I have seen since we were children, like this kind of like fawn brown triangular eyeshadow. Mm. And yeah, and they kind of cut cut in on her. It looks like they're having very adventurous sex at one point, but she is just given his back an adjustment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have I gone too far? No. Are you coming on to that? Okay. No, no, no. 
so Bond's hitting on her while she's like breaking his back, and then she turns up at his room, but she's just brought him something healthy to eat. Uh, I can't remember what it was, like lentil stew or something. No soup. But he busts open his suitcase and says he's got caviar, quail eggs, vodka, and fargoire. Fa I don't know what that is. Fargoire is fattened, it's pate made uh, out of the livers of geese that have been purposefully fattened right. so that their livers are just pure fat. It's absolutely delicious. I would not eat it out of somebody's warm, sweaty briefcase. The vodka is absolute nor, vodka. Yeah, like it's great big or absolute, like in like massive, massive letters. But that's like the warm same quail eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the same logo as they got now. Yeah, pretty cool. Well, if you've got a good brand, stick with it. Yeah, I suppose. Right, we're not now back in. Well, so they they eat all the crap out of there, and I think he probably hooks yeah. up with a nurse at that point, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Right, so now we're back in Captain Jack's room. Captain Jack's room. He hides a cigarette when he hears someone coming. It's number twelve disguised as a nurse. Um, I think I refer to her as number twelve all the way through. Are you cool with that? Or do you want me to switch it up? Fatima, no. He got the shakes from. So he's got the shakes from the heroin withdrawal. <laughs> Why? Oh no, it doesn't matter. Number twelve calls him out for smoking. Um, number twelve tells Captain Jack if he wants to keep his sister alive, he has to stop smoking so it doesn't get into his implant eye. Captain Jack <laughs> says, "You leave Domino out of this." Um, number twelve slaps Captain Jack around. Screams can be heard from the next room and across the courtyard because across the courtyard, yeah. <laughs> Captain she wasn't. Jack. The window's oh. open. The curtain's open. Remember Superman 3? No. Oh. Do you remember the Superman <laughs> with Richard Pryor in it? Yes. Do you remember when he goes, he has to go to that um, satellite station thing and he turns up with a big case of alcohol and he's wearing a giant right. cowboy hat and he has to... <laughs> Get the, get the security guard to let him in so they can both turn their keys together. He has to get him really drunk so he can control the satellite <laughs> to work out what kryptonite's made out of. I mean, I remember none of that, but it. Well, that guy's name was Brad. And Brad okay. is Captain Jack. Okay. Oh, yeah. Not bad. Pretty good. You know what's wrong with this Singapore wing? Sling! Singapore sling. What's wrong with it? There's not a vodka in it. There's no vodka in it. Huh. Yeah, what did I tell you? Here, put some vodka in it. What do you, you, you know? Hey. Just. just oh, is it? This, what it is that person? It's the same guy, yeah. Uh, First of okay. all, I thought it was a guy out of Ghostbusters. Wow. But it isn't. They're both ginger. What guy in Ghostbusters? <laughs> <laughs> the guy that tells them to shut down. <laughs> the guy that tells them to shut down the uh oh, the, yeah, the yeah, basement yeah, yeah. machine. The thing. Guy. Yeah. The yeah. mayor's aide or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This um, man <clears throat> has no dick. Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. Well, 
If okay. I was Domino, I would. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. 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 So, if you were Domino, I wouldn't mind. You're right. He's got no dick. Wait. Hang on. <laughs> oh, you meant the mayor's assistant. I mean Jack. He's weak. But yeah, but if you're Domino, you're his sister. What don't you mind? Him dying. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I am Kim Bassinger in this situation. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah. She claps around, can be heard from her across the courtyard. The blokes from Superman free. Bond investigates the noise. Bond sees number twelve off. I mean, you say Jack Bond Hill. investigates the noise. He looks out the window, like probably half of the clients in the building probably look out the window and see this nurse beating yeah. Jack to a pulp through the open window. And then but, she yeah. suddenly looks out the window and looks around <laughs> no, no, and, no, no. and closes the curtain. He, he sneaks up to the window. He gets up to it. Yeah, because the uh, blind shoots up and Captain Jack sees a man in the window. There's a man in the window. <laughs> He's such a wuss. <laughs> Bond sees number 12 offering Captain Jack heroin. Oh, Oh, offering Captain Jack heroin if he can use his eye implant to control something. But Bond disturbs them, and uh, number 12 recognises Bond hiding in an alleyway not very well. He just stood there, just like, looking directly at them. Yeah. <laughs> Next morning, Bond checks out Captain Jack's room and finds his cigarettes. I don't know why that was relevant. Uh, it had something written on them. Oh, did it? Oh, it had matches. Matches had a location on them. Oh, right. So we've got Bond working out at a gym, and then a big goon comes in, chokes out the cleaner, and goes into the gym as the cleaner. Um, big goon pulls a pin for those fingers. So everyone on the other podcast were making a big deal out of the fact that this goon was... Yeah, lit? is that of all the Indiana oh, Jones films? Oh, okay. But who's Lip? Lip? General Leap. So he's General Lip from Thunderball. And everyone was like, how did General Lip become this guy? But I don't oh. remember who that was in Thunderball anyway. Oh, I didn't recognise Maybe Thunderball, but he would have been quite young then, I think. Oh. No, I mean, I think the character must come across very different in... Oh, I don't know, actually. I don't... Ignore me. General Lip? Lip. Um... Okay, so Big Goon pulls out a pin out of the waste machine. Uh, Bond's pinned under the bench press, and Big Goon's pushing the bench press down extra pressure. Big Goon beats Bond up, going from room to room, down a staircase, Bond thrown through a window into a kitchen area. They destroy the kitchen, pisses off the, <laughs> the chef in the kitchen, falls into the nurse's bedroom, whips the covers off of her and throws it over Big Goon. They fall through into another room with lots of bottles of different coloured fluids. Bond grabs a jar... Or fluid and throws it in the goon's face. Big goon screams like it's burning his face and falls back into some shelving. Bond looks at the jar and it's his own urine sample, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> ah, nice background change. Thanks. How many background changes you got? Just, the, I've only got two more. What? Big goon drops to the floor. Uh, he's got loads of smash beakers in his back and killed him. So, yeah. big goon, do you remember <clears throat> Indiana Jones 1? Yep. And he's fighting the big Nazi and the plane comes up behind him. With the squinty repeller. eye. Not squinty eye. He's like a big shirtless Nazi guy. And uh, the plane comes up behind him with the, re the repeller and cuts him up. Like Bond, uh, not Bond, Angela Jones sees it coming and kind of ducks and the Nazi gets shredded. Do you remember in Indiana Jones 2, 
when <laughs> he's saving short round from the cage. And there's the big Indian guy in the big turban who's throwing rocks and his uh, turban gets stuck in the rock crushing machine that slowly drags him in and crushes him. Nope. Same guy. Okay. That's cool. What's yeah, no, thought? I don't know who that is. Apparently he was in the third one, but it was cut out or something. I don't know. You were supposed to be in the third one as a big goon as well. So there's that. Uh, next scene I've got is M's office. M is fucking pissed. That's the end of that scene. Yeah, that's all I wrote down. Fine. That's good. <laughs> uh, American Air Base is the next scene. Captain Jack doing yes. his eyeball thing. Hacks yep. a computer. Scanning his eye. Yeah. Yeah. Hacks a computer old school style with like crocodile clips on components and stuff. Um, this activates nuclear warheads that seem to be part of smart rockets heading off somewhere. So they're like unpiloted rockets on their own, whereas the first film they had to steal the planes they were in. Didn't they? Captain Jack yes. driving away from the base, done his job. Just looking forward to getting off heroin and getting his sister back. Um, where number twelve pulls up alongside him, <laughs> gives him a thumbs oh. up, like job well done. Uh, Captain Jack's quite chuffed. And then she throws a snake into his Hold on, car. no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. <laughs> so first she's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, well done. She's like beeping. She's like, yeah, Jack, great job. And he looks over and he smiles and she's like, no, no, look at the road. Look at the road. Don't, don't crash. So he looks back at the road. Yeah. <laughs> then she whacks. Then she like properly yeets a snake from her car into his car. <laughs> and then he freaks. Which was a Ford Cortina. Oh, right. That's the car mum used to have. Okay, okay. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So, yeah, he freaks out, crashes. Yes. She pulls over. Hang on. on. Yes. But when he crashes, he goes through a wall. (laughs) Like, this car was upside down in a building. Like, wheel spinning, shit like that. That guy's dead anyway, especially in a Ford Cortina. (laughs) Carry on. Um, and then she goes and she puts a bomb device in his car, <laughs> picks the snake up, gives it a kiss, says sorry to it, and then activates the bomb <laughs> from a distance. <laughs> like the car, you know, obviously explodes in a fireball and she just drives off. It just, she clearly loves the snake. I'm not sure why she would have risked saying goodbye to the snake it was unnecessary just put just chuck the bomb bit in the car and activate it job done yeah absolutely these were two these were clearly two different ways to kill him there was Mm -hmm. there was no need to do both if she wanted to make it an accident then just stick with a snake take the snake and leave him there to die Mm -hmm. then that's an accident but clearly she didn't want a bloke there with a president eye implant Hooked on heroin, just leaving an air force base. <laughs> so she has to blow him up. But like you say, why didn't she just blow him up? Like I get, you know, I get the um, she she's she's a psycho. Yeah. She loves the you know she's into the drama of it and into the yeah. But she seems to really like the snake. She so is. I don't know why she risked like it. The love child of Winton Kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, clearly they would not have a child as beautiful as her. Or maybe they would. Maybe that would be like the sheer craziness of it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. No, she is. She's a complete psychopath. Yeah. Um, 
and like the, uh, uh, and that whole scene was mesmerizing for it like she just looks she incredible does still the whole the time the outfits yeah her composure her voice her eyes just every single thing about her mm-hmm. and it actually that that should have been utterly ridiculous it was only slightly ridiculous because of her yeah because her shoulder pads were yeah took most of the focus yeah. off the action <laughs> um Next, just got... quickly yes oh so lip who the big henchman indiana jones guy so yeah. in thunderball he was Count Lip, a fictional criminal and infor- criminal and enforcer working for Spectre, a German nobleman. He is encountered by James Bond at the Shrublands Health Spa. Um, oh, he's right. charged with hiring Palazzi to impersonate the NATO pilot, Deval. Um, on his first meeting with Lip, Bond notices the criminal tattoo, a red square with a spike through it on his wrist. So that's who the big henchman guy is in this version. It's the same right. character name. Ah, oh, right, 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 right. This meeting is being recorded. Bond waiting for the missile. <laughs> Bond waiting for the whistle, missile's phone. I'm going to start all of that again. Okay. Boat, boat wasting, waiting for missiles to land in the water. Can you start that again? I will. Boat <laughs> 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 waiting <laughs> for missiles to land in the water. Americans okay. lose tracking on the missiles. And now it is scuba goon time. Uh, very quickly. I didn't miss the scuba goons. Mm. Scuba goons retrieve nuclear missiles. That's it. Next scene. All right. <laughs> far less scuba gooning. Yes. Um, and uh, faster the, the... pace. Yeah. Yeah. But still, it's gooning. Yeah. <laughs> scuba goon. So Blofeld tells the world leaders Spectre has the nukes. Blofeld wants 25% of the world's oil resources, I think he said. Something. 25% of the world. Sounds pretty good. Everyone loses their shit. Next scene. (laughs) I've done some short (laughs) notes for this one. I like this. Uh, I've written down Max a million slash Largo slash number one is worth two billion. So I think they were looking, someone was looking him up. Now, Maximilian, I've heard that yeah. name before. Oh, <laughs> well, you have... just drop a berry. Yeah, I did. Oh. <laughs> I don't know where it's gone. There we go. Mm. So I don't know if that's a phrase from something else that they've just used because his name is Max in this and people call him Maximilian because he's rich. don't know. No, it's a name. It's, it's his it's just name? A name. Yeah. Okay. I don't, well, his name wasn't Maximilian Largo in the first one. It was something else. Yeah. But Maximilian is just a name. Um, so Bond is on a computer checking out Largo. Money Penny walks in and tells Bond that M's looking for him. Um, so he goes up to M's office. They're looking for the person, the first. Oh, Jesus Christ! They're looking at the worst possible scenarios uh, for the nukes, basically, where, where the worst places they could be put to make the most destruction in the world. Bond asks how the Americans lose the nukes and then explains the only person that can release them oh, release the nukes is the president by scanning his right eye. Then Bond realises that Captain Jack was part of it. So it was all a a bit of a result that he was at that spa, Uh, like the last movie. 
that we there is a lot of luck involved yeah for where he is Bond suggests this to M, but then uh, M just says, oh, do come along, Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Bond doesn't, um, M, M doesn't trust Bond. But no. old M didn't either. Uh, I think he had faith but... in results, but not how he did stuff. Whereas yeah, this okay. M just does not like double O's at, at all. True. I, I don't know how he's getting shit done without them. Um, I don't know. Who are the other people? Double O six. Oh, I mean, <laughs> he doesn't like any of the double O's, I thought. No, but what I'm saying is, I think the I think he's put all the double O stuff into retirement, didn't he? This new M, like he doesn't okay. like using double O's. Yeah, yeah. Um, but who's he using? Because shit that's must what, yeah, still be going down. I'm, yeah. Are there people like that police? are less like kind of renegade? Less, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Like army. No license to kill, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just all gentleman agreements. Yeah. Let's just agree not to hurt each other anymore. <laughs> I'm looking at the IMDb synopsis as you're going through. Mm. And the bit you seem to have got to, has it skipped the bit where Largo is watching Domino do a dance lesson? No, that's that. Oh, I is that coming that still? Okay. Yeah, so. All right, cool. All right. <laughs> right. Next line. Largo is watching Kim Bassinger dancing in a one way mirror. <laughs> okay. There we go. <laughs> Fine. And then I've started calling him Max. Max heads into the room. She seems very happy to see him. He gives her a necklace, something to do with the tears of Allah. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying it like that. <laughs> it's I don't a know what it is. Necklace. Yeah, it's a rough piece of crap necklace. Mm -hmm. uh, he says it's worth a lot of money. She asks what would happen if she was to leave him with the necklace, and he tells her he's going to cut her throat. He says it in the creepiest way. It was such a great line. He comes really from... good. He's brilliant, yeah. brilliant. He's he's up there. Like this is the thing. This film has got so many brilliant aspects to it. Mm -hmm. He's amazing. Fatima's amazing. I really like the. Um, I really like what they kind of did. But like even in like, um, in this scene so far where Bond um, talks to M. I'm trying to remember if it's at Shrubland's. Like, he spends the whole time in these like, various grey tracksuits. Like, it's either a grey tracksuit yeah. with a high neck or, or a suit. But he always kind of looks old. And I like that they embrace the fact that he is older. They talk about retirement quite a mm. lot and all that business. Um, so, yeah, what's amazing about Largo in this is when he's watching her through that one-way mirror, like, she's clearly in love with him. He has some kind of relationship with her. He doesn't need to perv on her through a mirror like that. <laughs> and it's that kind of essence of jealousy. Because she's, yeah, it's like a weird aerobics dance lesson. So she's there, like, being taught by a guy. And yeah. he's, like, there, like, watching. Just, like, she is a possession to mm. him. Yeah. Um, and he just, just delivers it stone cold. She's, like, she's being all playful and kind of like, what would you ever do if I left you? It's like, <laughs> I would slit your throat. Yes. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like this guy, actually. He is up mm -hmm. there. We'll have to discuss whether we these guys come in to our rating system because of this film not being an official Bond film. I don't know. Does it matter? It doesn't matter. Excellent. Bond is at shooting practice. Even though he's practicing using a silenced weapon, he has ear, de ear defenders on. 
So he doesn't hear the guy <laughs> pulling a gun pen out from behind him. Uh, the pen shoots a small explosive, blowing up Bond's target and shocking Bond. But what the hell is he wearing ear defense for? He's the only person in there, and that silencer on that gun was massive. <laughs> Some cockney, I've called uh, this Q cockney not Q. Some cockney not Q guy says, nice to know, go on. I like him. <laughs> really? Yeah, I really like him. You felt All like right, something James? else. <laughs> Come and have a look at this thing I've made. Is there going to be more of the sex and violence? I liked him. He looked like he looked like um, one of the Tetley T men. Probably not Q says, nice to know an old Q can surprise one of you double O's occasionally. Probably not Q walks by, <laughs> walks by through his Sorry, workshop. And it looks like some kind of factory, not many gadgets. Gives Bond a laser watch. Uh, Bond asks, what does he ask? Oh, Bond asks what the small white tube is on the counter. Uh, and it turns out to be uh, one of those vapor things for block noses. But a shit joke. Bond heading for the Bahamas. And I've written, put that one on the list because I want to go to the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah. Bahamas. Bond chatting up a bikini fisherwoman before Rowan Atkinson, in brackets, Nigel, finds him. Uh, he calls Bond an undercover Johnny. And I'll put that in there thinking, wonder if that's, did he call himself Johnny English for that reason? Maybe. Maybe. Nigel gives Bond information on Largo. What do you think about Nigel? Forget so it was all. Rowan Atkinson's first acting film role. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... Somebody on another podcast, or I'll steal this from another podcast, made a good point. It's the first time you see an English person being sent up. So normally people are very British that mm. played really, really deadpan. Right. You don't really get like a comedic British character. So it's the first time we're kind of laughing at ourselves, which was kind oh, okay. of all right. But mm. and and another thing I really enjoyed about this film is that it introduced a lot of new things and this is one of the new things it really did pull in. Um, I don't think the film would have been much different without him. No. He didn't add anything. No. Bond's at a bar watching a woman water ski. She gets Bond all wet from the skis when she goes past the bar. Mm -hmm. And then and then she comes up a ramp on her skis at the bar and Bond catches her and she says, Oh, I made you all wet. Bond says, yes, but my bikini is still dry. Nice. Her name is Fatima Blush, and she is number 12. Uh, Fatima offers to show Bond the best waters for fishing. He accepts, so they head off. She only wears white and red and black. Even her swimming costume is red. Yeah. (laughs) She's fucking awesome. (laughs) I bet she only listens to bad. Yeah, she would. She gets changed into scuba gear, uh, and then I put well Neely. They hook up in the equipment room, but then we get a full sex scene. Yeah, with yeah cut scenes of fish, which keeps that going backwards and forwards. Really upset me. Mm. I wish they hadn't kept putting the fish in it because yeah. the sex scenes were like not graphic, but they were quite adventurous. There was some real movement. It wasn't just him like touching a girl's neck with his lips 
Like uh, there were some positions going on, and then you just positions. get this gormless fish bobbing around. <laughs> like mm. it, I didn't like it at all. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, me either. It was were disturbing they... in a Bond film. I hope that doesn't continue. <laughs> I th- again, it was the new thing being brought in. Like you know, this wasn't just like soft, soft focus, romancy rape um like in the old bond films um this was consensual but like yeah i didn't need to see all of the variations where was the sex scene happening were they in the equipment room where they were getting changed to go scuba diving so they weren't at sea at this point yeah they got out to the reef and they're about to scuba so does this count as a hooking up on a boat scene oh a floaty boat thing yes also while we're on that um yes. we missed a circus scene oh which was jaws falling into the circus when he dropped out of the yes. plane yes what film was that though <laughs> second jaws film so that's got to be moonraker okay moonraker <laughs> jaws falls in circus hooking up on a boat Never, 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 never say, say never, never again. Never, 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 never say never. Um, scuba sex. Okay. Yeah. Nice All catch. Right. Scuba diving on the reef. Yeah. Oh, scuba diving. Fatima mm-hmm. puts a tracker onto Bond's tank. Yeah. This is a very odd scene. They find a sunken <laughs> boat and check it out. Whilst yeah. Bond is checking out the boat, Fatima does a scuba runner. <laughs> then... Radio-controlled sharks turn up, and they're auto-locating onto Bond's tracker. So these are mind-control devices for the sharks, I think? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, Was this all in preparation of this specific moment, or was it just luck? I guess it was just luck, because unless the the sharks had to be let out from somewhere, were the sharks on her boat? I don't know. Like, did they... Or have they just bugged all the sharks? In the hopes that somebody might turn up at the Bahamas. Yeah. I, Lee, I don't know. I don't no. know. I don't think like these people. <laughs> I put down at the time, I don't know how this works. The sharks have tracking equipment on their fins. I guess they just are mind controlled. It's the only explanation. There'll be yeah. no. There's, there's no You're other not, logical. They're not steering the sharks. They're not. That, <laughs> no, it doesn't they're not the like fins. remote controls. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Bond yeah, traps okay. a shark that's after him in the boat. The shark smashes through a window of the boat. Yeah. Uh, which surprised me. I didn't think sharks could have the brain power to go I didn't think sharks could be mind-controlled, but here we are. <laughs> uh, so Bond traps the shark under the mast of a sunken boat. He finds his tracker once looking at the shark, seeing that it was mind-controlled, and then gets attacked by another shark that damages his scuba gear. So Bond drops his tracker, drops most of his scuba gear. The shark follows that. Then Bond sees a fishing hook and grabs it. And then is pulled up by the bikini fisherwoman. Well, you did say you would catch me later. <laughs> oh, that's a bit Roger Mori. I can't do Connery now. Where have you seen bikini fishwoman before? I'm going to give you three guesses. She's another Bond person we have commented on before. Oh, Is she Penelope Smallbone? She is not Penelope Smallbone. 
Good guess. Is she fake Bunny Penny from this movie? She not fake Bunny Penny. Last guy. <sighs> She's not a Bond girl. No. Don't know. Then. She is receptionist frilly collar or cleavage. Oh, cleavage woman. Yeah. I remember. Frilly collar woman. No, cleavage woman. <laughs> no, frilly collar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Good for her. Yeah, that is. They must have her. really liked her frilly collar. <laughs> so much they brought her back. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right, so Bikini Fisher Woman, Freddie Collar Cleavage, uh, pulls him out of the water. When they get back to land, Bond's wearing a pair of dungarees. He's wearing the dungarees she had been wearing. Was she so messed up? Yeah. Um, Fatima spots that Bond is still alive and now is with a woman and uh, rigs a bomb up in his room. I mean, that would have been your go-to in the first place. Rather yeah. than the whole mind control shark scenario, but okay. a lot cheaper, yeah, uh, and more efficient. Mm-hmm. But that's what I like about Fatima. She was thinking do. outside she, the box. She does. She doesn't <laughs> just go with the obvious. Like she really, <laughs> she, she really kids up. To, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One heads up to the bikini woman, bikini fisher woman's <laughs> frilly collar, bikini cleavage woman house room, and they hook up. Fatima, thinking Bond is in his room, blows it up. Um, so now they assume he's dead, I assume. She mm-hmm. didn't know she messed it up. Um, Bond says something. I can't remember what it was. He says, aren't you glad we said... Oh, we made the right decision. Yeah. Your place or mine. Your place or mine. Because I think uh, at You're that better point... at Connery. Oh, thanks. I think as an audience, we also didn't realise we were in her room when we saw them hooking up. We were also assuming yeah, yeah, they were yeah. in his room and it was a surprise when mm. the bomb goes and then it cuts back to him seeing yeah. the bomb because we're like, oh, you were meant to be in there. Oh, my God. Psych. Now, I don't know where <laughs> we go here. Oh, I think we're in France because in the airport it says oh. Nice, uh, and I think Agent Three Two Six is French. Wasn't too sure, but I think we're there in the south of France somewhere. Maybe I don't know, but anyway, they head to what well, I think is France. Uh, Bond yeah. leaves the airport, and someone spins round and throws what looks like a ball at Bond, which he catches. Just testing your reflexes. Uh, is he still with Bikini Fisherwoman? Is she three two six so, or is three two six a different? No, ones? it's someone else. But it took me okay. ages to realise that. Yeah, right. So bonds with agent three two six, which I assume is the French. If they're in yeah. France, that is whatever Interpol. I don't know. And introduce them to Felix. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Felix is about. I bloody love Felix. Felix. <laughs> what a um, legend! I'm, IMDb says. Um, small Fawcett tells Bond that Largo has set sail for the south of France. So Bond travels there. Well, who tells... So Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. Oh. Told right. Bond that that's where he was going. So that's so it definitely is France. The, right. um, the boat that Largo is on, I heard on one of the podcasts, I think, um, the boat that's used in the, the filming was actually 
um, belongs to like a, some kind of arms dealer and someone managed to get him to lend his boat for the for the filming. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And they call it the flying saucer. They do. Yeah. It's a shame, isn't it? It is. Bond puts the Cockney not Q pen in his pocket. Felix sees it and says he had one blow up in his face once. Uh, Bond is towing a motorbike that sent us from Q as well. 326, Bond and Felix head off in the car together to a villa that 326 has sorted out. This is my favourite Felix. I love this Felix. He's a great Felix. He's amazing. Um, He's like, he's younger than Bond as well. Mm. He's he's pretty kind of pumped up. He's he was like the muscle in this film, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, Bond's an old dude, and they're like Felix. kind of like on a level. He's a great Felix because the other Felixes have been kind of like they kind of defer to Bond and they're kind of like yes sir, no sir. Like here's the, here's some further information for you, sir. But this this yeah. guy, he's like so hey man, hey <laughs> me and James, we're back together. Come on, let's go <laughs> sort this shit out. Yeah, they're really cool. <laughs> Uh, Bond spies on Largo's boat and spots Domino Pitachi. She's having a lovely little dance in the Lo- sunshine. She loves she's, a dance. She's, she's a dancer at heart. So he's at the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he's at the telescope. So, so... This is where I turn it off. Right. You. Oh, my God. You turn it off right now. Right there. Yeah. Right there. Shit. So when I turn it on again to watch the second half, the following night, 56 yeah. minutes and 47 seconds. Slightly. Bond. It? Yeah, do. Felix? Yeah. We got the soup. <laughs> soup. <laughs> soup. Say the word soup. Such a clear soup. <laughs> and what I love yeah. about that soup is so, uh, there has been no mention of soup. No. Until we no. forget the soup. Yeah. Now, I would have loved to have seen his Felix at the stove making a soup. Like he's been sweating over it. He's just, he's <laughs> he's just, like, he's just uh, throws it into the sink. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. So the instant I turned it on, I got a soup, and I kind of like spun round in my office chair with my arms <laughs> up in the air. Then <laughs> I rewound it so many times. <laughs> It just it was I believe the clarity of the soup. There's no there's no argument to be had here. That was a definite soup. It's classic soup. Yeah. Mm. All right. Let's uh let's get through this chunk. Okay. Bond and Felix make the connection between Domino and Captain Jack, and then Bond gets some scuba gear. (laughs) (laughs) Domino heads into town. To a sauna slash spa thing. Oh, fuck, yeah. Bond books in as well. Uh, Bond walks in and says, do you serve men here? I can't. I can only do them more. I can't do Connery anymore. <laughs> uh, well, of course, some men more than others. Yeah. Cut to a oh. bunch of women in bikinis. Bond in one of those weird grey tracksuits again. Again. And uh, all the women just like. Ah. Oh, a man. <laughs> staring at him and <laughs> yeah. dressing him with their eyes yeah um, Bond heads into Domino's room and pretends to be a masseuse and uh, <laughs> this is important Leia's this is why I've written this down but he, he asks he asks her hard or soft and she asks for hard Bond uh, questions Domino regarding Largo and his whereabouts 
a bit of massaging later. Bond is basically touching her up when a proper masseuse comes in. So Bond does a runner and Domino seems super chuffed to have just been molested. <laughs> you couldn't have put it better. It was the worst massage in the world. At one point, he's doing like this little weird tickly thing <laughs> tickly down her back. Tickly fingers. fingers. Yeah. yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> and, uh, and then she was like, hold on, who was that? I don't know. It doesn't work here. She's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, she was so <laughs> yeah. happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, oh, I lost all respect for Domino at that point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've written down a crazy amount of words here. See, I, okay. I make lines in between each scene so I know when the scenes are over. And I haven't done one for a long time. Okay. Oh, I know why. I love this scene. <laughs> now at a charity ball, Bond strolls in. Doorman tries to stop Bond. Bond gives him a dig in the stomach and walks him into a cupboard where he places a bomb in his hand. Tells him if he moves, it will go off. Leaves the doorman in the cupboard. So now Bond's walking around a casino, spots Domino losing a bit of money at the roulette table and follows her into an arcade room. I was like shocked. So then I thought, oh yeah, this is the 80s. Arcade rooms were huge. Spots Domino losing money and then follows her into an arcade room. Bond introduces himself to Domino while she's playing an arcade and they go to the bar. Bond asks her, if she asks her hard or soft? Huh? He brought it back. Nice Domino, re- <laughs> Domino replies soft, and they order a double Bloody Mary with plenty of Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. I want to try a Bloody Mary. I've never had one. Yeah. So that's put that on the list. Christmas. Yeah. Bond. I'd hate to think when, what you mean by hard. And then Bond has a vodka on the rocks. Uh, Largo introduces himself to Bond and challenges him to a game of domination. This is the best. This bit. <laughs> okay. This game is bizarre. They sit opposite ends of an antique table with a clear screen between them. They've got jo- two joysticks on each side. The joysticks are um, the joysticks are to a laser. Um, <laughs> they shoot a laser from the joysticks to different sections of the map. Uh, when a section of the map lights up, the first person to shoot it controls that area. Uh, but then with a twist of having two missiles each to shoot each other, but the other person has two attempts to block the missiles. <laughs> I really want to play this game. Uh, the joystick also causes pain to the, the player when they're losing, when they're falling behind. The more they're behind, the more pain they receive. If they let go of the sticks, the whole game forfeits. The first game. <laughs> That's just an awesome game. I would love to play that game. I want it. Um, but it doesn't exist. It's uh, kind first... of like risk, but yeah. like painful and <laughs> really fast paced with missiles, dodging missiles at the same time. Yeah. Uh, they first they play the first game for France and Bond takes a pummeling. Uh now Japan, Bond fucks it up again. USA is next. Bond tries to keep hold of the pain, but it gets so painful, gets to 80%, it throws him to the floor. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, Bond has lost £58,000 that he has to give to charity. But Bond wants one more game, win or lose, to play for the rest of the world. Largo agrees. This time, Bond is keeping up. Missiles are getting blocked. Bond is whipping Largo's ass. Pain level gets to 85%, and Largo has to let go. And now... Bond is up $267,000, but he settles for a dance with Domino instead. <laughs> Chump. And that was for charity as well. Yeah. 
I, yeah, I, he's all, yeah. It goes back to that. <laughs> <laughs> He'll do anything just to cop a feel. Yeah. Uh, they do the tango or some bullshit like that. I've written down. I don't know what dance it was. Bond explains <laughs> what's going on with her. I'm just going to talk right through that. Bond explains what is going on with her brother and what Largo is up to. Does he say he's dead? Do they know he's dead by then? Yeah, he tells her they're doing this really like crazy tango like that could only have, it's not like the kind of thing you can just take lead from one another. Like it must have been, they must have been in contact before now to work out what the steps are going to be. And then like Mm. mid-dance when everybody is staring at them because they're the only two people on the dance floor. Yeah. I must tell you, your brother's dead. Don't react. <laughs> Could you not have done that at the bar? Yeah. That was a bit harsh. Yeah, I thought. So Largo, oh, let's do that. Largo asks number 12 to kill Bond. She is super chuffed and is dancing down a staircase with she delight. Skips. Yeah. She's like a little child. She's <laughs> just so happy. Largo splits up the dancing. Uh, Bond heads back up to the cupboard and grabs the bomb out of the doorman's hand. It's actually a cigarette case. The doorman passes out. I've written down, do I recognise him? I didn't look him up, though, unfortunately. Don't know. Um, do Bond heads into into a house. It, is it their house? Is that the place they rented out? Because it's well nice. It's like full marble. I don't know. I can't remember the scene. No it goes worries. into what house? It goes into a house. Uh, and I put, is this someone else's? Because it didn't look like the little chalet thing they rented out. Um Anyway, he's walking up a couple of flights of stairs, then Bond suspects something and finds Nicole dead, face down on a waterbed. And you get shot from under the waterbed, (laughs) face in the waterbed. Uh, Nicole is 326, by the way. Number 12 does a runner from the house, but Bond hears her, chases her down... Oh, chases her down the stairs to some trash music. I don't know what music was playing, but apparently it wasn't very good. She's in the most 80s clothes I've ever seen in my life. It was the 80s, 80s that ever 80s. <laughs> yeah, it was. Everything was red and black. Not just her clothes, everything. Yeah. Cars, the bicycle. The 80s. She drives off. Bond gives chase on his Bond bike. Bond is riding down some staircases and stuff, being chased by goons. The goons are instructed not to touch him as number 12 wants to kill. Bond gets blocked into a tunnel and forced his bike into the back of a lorry, but Bond does a U-turn in the lorry and jumps straight back out as the door's coming up and now jumped over the goons. Uh, oh, the, the bike had some... So the goons are chasing him in a car and they're trying to <laughs> they're trying to do burnies. Do you remember burnies when you had BMXs and you're no. behind the one in front of you and you just get their, your tyre onto the back of their tyre and it goes... <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're trying to do to Bond. He's <laughs> working Bernies. <laughs> Do you remember Bernies? No, but I can feel them now. You said it. <laughs> well, I've written down Amazing. here. <laughs> um, so the gadget he's got on the bike are Bernie blockers. So these blocker things come down on the wheels to stop someone giving you Bernies. So he's got his Bernie blockers on. Uh, And then he's got a jetpack thing on the back of the bike. And he flies or jumps the bike over uh, like a dock, dock area, and then gets trapped in a tunnel with the gates closing behind him. Um, He gets clotheslined off the bike with a boat sail. Number 12 has a gun on him. Um, Bond has to toss away his gun. 
and I put down she's dressed like a plastic pirate. She's got this giant plastic trousers on and a giant plastic shirt. It's really We've good. both got her in she our background. Great. Yeah. She oh, looked yeah. amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Her shirt was just made of plastic. And J- Jolie was kind of half in and out watching it and she kind of mm. looked up. She's like, There's pirates in this film. <laughs> no, that's just her look. But it is yeah. she I mean I don't think she there's a single it. other person in the world that could wear this outfit and look no. as amazing. Yeah, she definitely. She's like bigged that. up her hair. <laughs> yeah, everything was so They're cute. kind of almost like MC Hammer style trousers, but then. Yeah. Oh, she just looks amazing. Parachute pants. Bouncer guy from the casino is a guy called Dan Meaden. Mm. He was in Othello in 1965. That's maybe where you know him from. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> um, no, I don't. There's nothing else. <laughs> oh, okay. She wants to shoot him in the ball, so she asks him to spread his legs. They talk about when they hooked up, and Bond says he had better in Philadelphia. Yeah. Do, is that who's from Philadelphia? Is it his missus? The wife? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it was just a throwaway. Okay. Number 12 is not happy about that. She wants him to write down how good she was on a bit of paper. So he takes out his <laughs> cockney not cue pen and then shoots her, but it only wounds her. Uh, she starts laughing, aims her gun at Bond, and then she explodes. And I put, that was a good death. Yeah, excellent death scene. Shame she's gone, but pretty good way to go. I feel sad. It was an amazing way to go. I feel sad, like the whole getting him to write thing, write that down. I kind of, actually, I did like it about her character. And again, this is, contrary to what I heard on other podcasts a lot of people thought that was like a bit demeaning for her character yeah but I feel like there was something both like she is both um oh what are the two what are the two like the the Saddam oh god maybe the masochist and the the dominatrix and like the victim thing she was both at the same time she was telling him to do something (laughs) but to appease the victim within her I thought that was like actually really amazing but it was so clearly worked up just to get him to use the fucking pen that was the real shame of it (laughs) Union Jack pen fucking Um, piece of shit pen it was really rubbish um but yeah her death was she just fireballs it's amazing and all that's left was a little glowing pair of shoes at the end of it and it was quite interesting because just the day before I saw that scene I'd been spending some time at work talking to people about spontaneous combustion and how it's Mm. always the shoes that get left behind and I mean she didn't I mean she did spontaneously combust but it wasn't like proper spontaneous it did not come from within um but yeah just a little pair of flaming shoes. <laughs> I love her so much. Yeah, I did. Um, Bond says, hmm, not perfecting yet. Ah, oh, got my comedy <laughs> back. <laughs> oh, my God. you got to let it go again soon. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Bond now on the run from the Rosas, but then Felix turns up. He asked him what he's doing here. He just said he just want to see him how he handled the situation. <laughs> Felix! <laughs> And then they do a runner together. They, they escape do a the runner area. in their pants and t-shirt, yeah. <laughs> and vest. And but why? Did you well, did you see what they were doing? Yeah. So they're they were pretending to pretending be like to a train. Yeah. So Bond was on a bicycle, and yeah. uh, Felix was jogging in his pants and vest, like he's training for something. And Bond is his coach. It's like, why'd you do that? Why didn't you just do a runner? No one was there. <laughs> right. I think they just yeah go on. Next scene is a scuba scene. 
why hold on i always thought bond like the whole time he's in like the the gyms and the and the saunas and that and he's wearing his two-piece 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 gray tracksuit i thought it's because mm. he didn't actually want to get his body out but then there he was in his pants and vest absolutely so why was he wearing all that gray shit earlier on when all the women were around it's the 80s man that's what people were saving it for yeah okay all right this meeting is being recorded now i'm watching the film once and then watching it again on my pc making notes is that i'm making my own backgrounds by taking the shots i want out of the film nice yeah jumpy horse scene (sighs) we'll come on to jumpy horse (laughs) okay all right, mm-hmm. scuba scene. Bond and Felix are at Largo's boat, uh, scubaing around. A panel opens up and Bond is either pulled in or he swims in. Couldn't really work it out. But then the panel shuts up again and leaves Felix outside on his own. Uh, Bond he is bangs now... on it. Yeah, he does. Like, Bond, come back, Bond. <laughs> what do I mean? It's Felix. Come here. <laughs> it's almost like uh, Smithers. You know, James, how's it going? <laughs> I might go back and get an audio clip of what he actually says. I don't know what it is. Bond is now on a boat and is met by a butler, gets a dressing gown and goes to meet Largo. Uh, they go to get a drink. Bond has a vodka martini. Remember that. Largo shows up, shows him around the boat, and Largo has to go to work, but said he will meet Bond at lunch for 12 o'clock. And then I thought, wait, what time is it if Bond's in walking around drinking vodka um <laughs> if he's gonna go to work and then he's gonna meet at 12 I'm yeah thinking it's like nine or ten in the morning and he's already on the vodka martinis <laughs> you don't stay ripped if you're not down in that amount of vodka uh, bond meets domino in the dance studio after getting dressed largo is spying on him behind the mirror Bond asks if the tears of Allah mean anything to her. She shows him a necklace, tells her he needs to kiss her to provoke a reaction from Largo, does so. Uh, Largo runs out of the room, gets into the studio. By the time he does, they've gone. So Largo decides to destroy the whole room with an axe. Uh, now Bond is sitting in Largo's office, watching, watching him destroy the room, trying to send a message out to him and being told the tears of Alara in North Africa or something? Um, it, it's a map, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Oh, have I that's, answered the wrong question? Is yeah. that later? That's, no, I think that's coming up right now. Then we cut to North Africa, I assume. Largo shows off a necklace to Bond and Domino. No, Largo shows yeah. off his... Oh, no, sorry. Largo shows off his palace to Bond and Domino. I guess it's a palace. Would you call it a palace? Castle? It's home. Port. Tells Domino it's her new home. Largo's a proper bad guy, a contender over in there. Because he gets proper mm. weird now. He's like, tender, this is a wedding present and stuff like that. Like he's got this like evil grin on his face, like she, she's gonna be there for the rest of her life. Um Largo's getting all creepy with Domino, forces himself on her, then sends her to be what I thought was she was gonna get stoned. Like she was tied up on a post in a scarf like a wrap. And you're like, oh. This doesn't look good for Domino. No. Especially after you said he's going to marry her. So now he's like, this is your home forever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bond is chained up in a high up prison cell, like a 
rooftop prison cell or something. Prison cell with a view. Uh, Largo tells him where the bombs are. Bomb one is in Washington, D.C. Bomb two, and then he doesn't disclose it. Largo puts a stereo at Domino's feet playing the music they were dancing to. Was it the tango they were dancing to? Yeah. yeah. Whatever that was. I don't know. Bond lasers the shackles off of his wrist. Lasers the shackles off of his wrist with his laser watch. Domino is now surrounded by dudes on horses, but I think she's being sold to the highest bidder rather than being stoned. She was absolutely being sold as a sex slave. Yeah. Bond on the loose now. Largo fucks off on a boat with a missile. Bond hanging out of a castle window. A guard comes in, hears vultures squawking. Uh, he sees Bond is gone and goes to check out the window, and Bond's hanging out the window and pulls him out to his death. Bond now escaping, finds a guy on a horse, jacks the horse, grabs Domino, does a horseback runner. Domino's bidders chase. They ride the horse through the castle up to a roof area, fighting bidder goons off as they go. They then jump the horse off the top of the castle into the ocean, which looks like a couple of hundred metres drop. <laughs> They all survive, including the horse. Oh, but it was a long wait. (laughs) They jumped and they did not. Even after Domino and Bond surface, Mm -hmm. like you don't see the horse for quite a while. And I was getting quite panicky. (laughs) Yeah, yes. That scene, if you're directing that scene, (laughs) you get to the top with the horse. You then get off the horse and jump. You don't jump a horse into the sea. Especially it's not that fair. No. Uh, what, and the, what, mm. what did they really do? I guess like it was just stunt, a, just a, a lower... horse with dummies on it or something. I don't know. It looked really real. Yeah. Oh, it might just be imposed. It's, we're in the 80s now. It could be superimposed onto the film. Yeah. So Bond and Domino are picked up by Felix and they're now on a submarine. Bond's in the shower with Domino. M radios in. They've defused the first bomb in Washington. Uh, they, so they submarine catches up with Largo's boat. They look at a surrounding map of where the boat is, and they they recognise or Bond recognises it's the same as the necklace that Largo gave to Domino, with a diamond that marks the spot. And I've put it's scuba time, baby. Scuba goons heading to a cave area, an underground river that leads somewhere important. Bond asks the sub commander if the sub is equipped with the new XT7Bs. The commander says it's top secret and how and asks how he knew about it. Bond says he read it from a Russian translation of their service manuals. The commander and Felix are not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would like that because she likes the uh, the Russian spy where she knew about the car, right? Knew how to press the buttons in the car. Yeah. Yeah. I, do, I do like that. I like that they find the time to read manuals. Because <laughs> yeah. you never see him doing it. You're just like, when? <laughs> All right. This next scene. Yeah. I. Two missiles are shot out of a sub. They open in midair into two rocket packs that Bond and Felix are <laughs> are flying with some amazing floaty acting. Um, they just they hover over a beach, look at some locals, see an open well, and then they land and go scuba diving. And I thought, why didn't you just scuba out of the sub? Yeah, <laughs> it'd be way quicker. Yeah. It's just, oh no, maybe it hasn't. Carry on. <laughs> okay. 
scuba goons in some kind of temple with a nukes. Now, this is where I get a bit confused. Why are they blowing up that temple in the middle of nowhere? I don't know. It goes is it a religious crazy. Thing? I, I, um, I really don't know. No, like it just... so the first one's Washington, D.C., president, take down a superpower. Second bomb in the desert in a natural forming sp- spring water. Yeah. I didn't get it. Uh... Unless it's something i just don't know it's the tears uh, of lr an actual thing i don't know i, I don't know scuba goons are in some kind of temple with the nuke they find the entrance to an indiana jones style temple with a bunch of goons inside bond sends felix back to give out their position and get help bond pushes the head off a giant statue indiana jones style like pushing it off of his legs against the wall uh, which panic the goons the tears of lr is a pool of fresh water <laughs> that's right at this, at this point, you find out from Largo, who's drinking water out of it, saying the tears of Allah is a pool of fresh water. And he says, this is power, but not, not as powerful as we are. So that water has power in some way. I really didn't get what the tears of Allah was. I mean, I'm looking at the synopsis and it just doesn't, it just, yeah, no. there's nothing there. Okay. I think he's just gone psycho at this point. He has, but I don't know. It's in a desert I and mean, we could almost let it just happen. Yeah. So I just blow it up. Who gives a shit? The Americans turn up and start shooting all the goons. Nuke is armed and lowered into the tears of Allah pool. The temple is collapsing. Bond shoots his way out. No one seems to be getting hit, but the Felix. Oh, but then Felix shoots flash grenades, blinding everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like rubbing their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Bond is picked up by a helicopter and then he's hovering over a large well, the one we saw earlier. Dives in from the helicopter and catches up with the scuba goon with the nuke. And then I put, is that Largo? And it was Largo. He's, so he's the last one. He's with the nuke. Uh, scuba fighting with a knife as the nuke is being propelled round in circles. The nuke crushes Largo against the wall. Bond defuses the bomb. Largo aims a harpoon at Bond, but Domino turns up at the last second, shoots Largo with her own harpoon. Bond and Domino, gone. You got something? <laughs> no. Just, I still can't get over. Like it's, it's such a, a fizzled out ending. Yeah. And then next scene, <laughs> Domino's in the pool wearing a swimming costume with the face of a tiger on it. Yeah. It's just, it goes, it, it just bleh, fizzles out. <laughs> so as you said, yeah, they're in the pool having a couple of drinks. Bond hears the gate go, so he grabs the guy sneaking around and throws him in the pool. It turns out to be Nigel asking him when he's going to come back to work. And Bond says, never again. And then winks at the camera, like at the camera, which closes in on his face. <laughs> and then I just put weak sauce, man, weak sauce. <laughs> <laughs> never, 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 never say never, never, never again. again. Never. Um, yeah. Yeah. And do you know where the title comes from? Oh, you put lines for the films. That's good. No. Yes. Um, his wife or well, something. Yeah, his wife. And she's credited for it as well in the credits. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did they? Because he had said never. Was he married all the way through these films? Don't check hmm. it out. Like, okay. I'm going <laughs> to. Okay. Because right. he, he had a lot of women in these films. Yeah, but that's actingly. Well, you don't have figured, to be divorced well, every time well, earlier, you're acting. When you mentioned Cleavage Woman, I thought, oh, maybe she's back because like he liked her having her on set. But then I thought, oh, no, he's married. 
Um, he was married twice to Diane between 62 and 73, and then he married Micheline, who gave him the line, 1975. So ah. when did he do his last one before this then? Um, uh, you only live twice, 67. Yeah, so she wasn't yeah. yeah, she wasn't with him when he said never. Maybe yeah. He must have said never after that. Yeah, she's probably saying, like, do another fucking Bond film. Yeah. He's like, never. never. <laughs> <laughs> How many money pennies are you giving this bad boy? How many money pennies are you going to give this movie? This is a tough one for me. Is it? Because it had some really good 80s stuff going on. But I don't, it was a crap Bond film, in my opinion. Do you want me to tell you what I'm going in with? Uh, I'll go first. You ask me, I'm going to go right. for it. So, question is, is it better than Fundable? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to give this film... This had enough good... Even though it wasn't the greatest film, and obviously we've yeah. seen it before, it is a remake of Fundable, they did it better... And even though yeah. they didn't quite pull it off, I'm gonna, I say there's enough good elements in it to give it a four. Yeah, me too. I was going straight in with a four. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And like they, I didn't enjoy the scuba again, but there wasn't as much scuba-ness. Um, I, I found it thrilling. I, I even was a bit excited by the motorbike ch- uh, chase. Motorbike chase was... Um... Something. <laughs> it was something. all right. He didn't do enough. He, he had his Bernie protectors, but he didn't have enough gadget Easter. Bernie's. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so we've got two other eights. What did I give Octopussy last week? Because I haven't written it in the individual scores. Oh, well, it got three in total. So you must oh, have given right. it three. So it's a three then. <laughs> <laughs> Fair okay. So in the other eights, we've got You Only Live Twice and From Russia With Love. I would be happy to put it above both of those. You Only Live Twice. Pig Face. Oh, Pig From Face. Russia With Love is... Um, Pig Face. Uh, Tatiana. Yeah. yeah, okay. It's the best date, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, Bond Girl. Domino, Domino. It's quite funny because look, other dominoes right at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> um, she wasn't a very good Bond girl. She wasn't. She was quite forgettable, although gorgeous. Yeah. And not a bad actor or anything, but she didn't do much except dance. She killed Largo, I suppose, but only yeah, my, not for done the hard world-saving work. reasons. I think she was yeah. just pissed off with family members dying and mm. I'd put her next to Honey Rider. I'd put her just under Honey Rider. Yeah, she'd done about the same amount as Honey Rider. Yeah. Got a similar look going on. Mm. Okay. The song. Never, 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 <laughs> never again. That never. bit's good. I'm yeah, I'm happy to leave everything it. Everything else. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna like it. No, I hate it. It was terrible song. <laughs> it made me think of family time. Yeah, that's exactly what it made me think of an 80s yeah. child-based sitcom yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, leave it at the bottom. Notable baddies. So Fatima. I mean, she's up there, she right up there for me. Uh, I mean, my she's question at the top is, for me. okay. But I'm mm. I'm willing to wrangle. I mean, I personally yeah. would put her under Scaramanga, but above Winton Kip. Yeah. Okay. I will. Uh... You know how I feel about Scaramanga. I know, but I think I might have that same connection with Fatima. Can mm. we have them joint? We can do joint, but then you know what that but... means. <laughs> I mean, I'll still put her there, but I'm going to put joint in brackets after her name. Okay. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll argue about it later. She was incredible. Yes, she was. From, from the second she stepped onto the screen, just like, okay. She stole the is... movie, well, definitely. Yeah. You know what? Mm, no. Oh, oh, oh. Because look, like, okay, take Scaramanga no. out of it for a moment. Think about Scaramanga. He, that film was his film, Scaramanga. It wasn't yeah, I don't film, like it was him. him. Well, huh? the thing is, the thing is, the notable baddie isn't really the main baddie. Not most of the time, no. And we've put, you've only got Scaramanga there because it's anded with Knickknack. And I would put Fatima above Knickknack. I would. If we well. were doing a list of proper baddie, like main baddie, mm. fine. But we're, this is henchmen. Hang on. No, it's not. It's notable yeah, it baddies. <laughs> There is not another. Look at this list. They're all henchmen. Yeah. This was only ever a henchmen list. <laughs> you made it. It's you snuck Scaramanga right. in there. Well, here this then. All Largo right. in this one is also yeah. extremely notable, and he's the main yeah. baddie. Yeah. Not well, as notable as Fatima. Yeah. But he should be yeah. on there as well. Yeah. Hold on. I would say Fatima, and. Largo, 83, beat Scaramanga and Knickknack. But Fatima versus Scaramanga, Scaramanga's still on top. Sorted it. I've added a new Main one. baddies? It's too late. The <laughs> <laughs> <Three> movie's in. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even doing main baddies. You're not playing. You're not playing. Right, okay. Well, right. <laughs> That's just yours. You can do that. <laughs> I don't even care about these ones. I just want Fatima at the top. What, what was your resolution? I was saying, if that was Fatima and Largo, yeah, versus Scaramanga and Nicknack, then they would win. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. I totally <laughs> agree. Largo was amazing. He, he was, was yeah. the. Yeah, it's the baddie. evilest baddie we've yeah. had, I think. Yeah, it's pure right. evil. Mm. Yeah, okay, okay, there we go. Got Chase, awesome. Yeah, motorbike. Uh, yeah, I mean, boonies. Um, <laughs> uh, not bad, not great. Yeah, further away up. Yeah, mini car chasing, right? Yeah, I. Between Goldfinger yeah. and yeah, yeah, all right, awesome. Right, let's get soup on here. Soup. soup. 
say never again. Uh, sadly, we'll so probably never it... see that, Felix. Hmm? I guess. Yeah. Oh my god. It'd be a different Felix. Like, even though he's like the best Felix ever, because it was unofficial, he won't carry on. Who is the? Is he in other stuff? No. Sad man. <laughs> Who's that, Felix? <laughs> um, What's the right? Out. So we're on the hmm? last more film next. Okay. Um, yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel quite sad. I really like more. We've got to have that discussion. Yeah. The next one. What's the next one? A view to a kill. I think. That's my BBC like voice. Oh my god! Yeah, I've what? just moved the thing, and the lines what? don't move that you've done. Let me just put it no. in place. Hang on, I got it back. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I think there's a thing I can do about that. Um, Wait, no, I fucked it up. Oh, don't worry. No, I've done it. Lee, you it. worry. You worry about things. I do. I have to be in the right place. Right. Future of Kill, 1985. Um, Bernie Casey, who played Felix. Yeah. He was also in... Hold on, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. He was also in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, both the films. He was... I'm going to say their teacher. He was a teacher. Okay. Never, never say never again. <laughs> never say never. Connery again. Thanks for listening, everyone. Especially our Nigerian listeners. <laughs> They're doing really well. And Billy. And Bill. Who might have moved to Nigeria. Which would explain... Oh, him. that's how he's doing it. Yes. All right. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.